welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series, The Machine Inside Me, Life Mastery. Last time we were together, we talked about Liam and his story, but we also discussed the importance of understanding how neural networks are formed, the production of bad thoughts, what happens to our positive thoughts when we don't spend enough time on them, and a number of other things that uh, we all experience every single day, whether you're a child or an adult, makes no difference. We get frustrated, we can tend to overthink things, and we can find ourselves laying awake at night, losing sleep over it even. Well, Anna's story is what we're going to dive into today, and we're going to talk about Anna in just a minute, but I want to remind anyone who's just jumping on now that we have recorded a number of sessions already, or episodes rather, um, about this book and and about uh, trauma, about what it does to us emotionally, about how to recover from it. And I brought on uh, several guests that were phenomenal, actually experts in trauma. One of them has won multiple awards and has written 40 books. And um, and I would encourage you to go back and listen to those because they were very inspiring. And they shared a lot of nuggets that you can take away, not only to help yourself, but anybody else that's struggling in your life, especially if it is children. Uh, But this is coming from the book, The Machine Inside Me, which was published in July of this year. And uh, it has been endorsed by actually almost all the people I interviewed, but even more than that. And you can find out more about it either through my website or Amazon if you want to know more. And I am including that link in in the description of this this episode. So let's get into Anna's story. She was a 12-year-old going on 13 and... If you have any recollection of those days or years of your life, um, like I do, uh, they were hard. It was a really, really hard time. And to add insult to injury, um, we have on top of it all the restrictions and the things that kids have had to endure the last two years uh, that have prohibited them from even things like graduating. Um, They weren't allowed to have their own graduation in 2020. Um, There's been so many things that have happened to them that have just increased the challenge of being 12 going on 13 even more so. But even as an adult, you're going to be able to identify with Anna in a lot of ways. Um, uh, The part that that I want to emphasize about Anna specifically first though is, you know, she was starting to have a lot of hormonal changes. She was feeling differently and seeing life a little bit differently. Um, And she began to become distant from her brother Liam, who was nine. And uh, the two were a little bit sad by the slow, evolving separation of them. But yet they still were excited about their future. So here's where Anna, you know, was in her mind at the time. And here again, you may be in that spot right now, or you may have been that way when you were younger. She had uh, a lot of, of, of questions about herself, about who she was. Um, she, she was very self-conscious about her looks. Unfortunately, in Anna's case, she was late in development, so she felt, you know, 
ugly in a lot of ways. And, um, and she constantly thought about it, and it made her feel very sad and broken. She would lay awake at night thinking, am I good enough? You know, I, I don't deserve love. I'm, I'm broken. I need to be better. Uh, she had all these really horrible thoughts, but yet at the same time, she put up a facade on her social media accounts and when she was around her friends, trying to pretend like everything was wonderful. So she put all these beautiful posts out on social media about wonderful things happening to her. And of course, everyone would, you know, feel like or at least sense that she had a pretty, pretty good life and that she was pretty satisfied with who she was. She put on a pretty good act. And a lot of times when people are in depression or trauma, they can put on the mask of happiness and joy and life is wonderful, but yet inside they can be completely tormented and, um, and broken. And that was the case with Anna um, at her age. But again, this could uh, be something that you're dealing with right now in your world. Well, it was beginning to affect her health. It was causing her to be um, you know, to to not be able to sleep at night. It was causing her some headaches. She was having a lot of problems with this kind of thinking and these patterns that she had built inside of her. And if you want to know more about the patterns, you need to go back and listen to the last um, episode when we talked about Liam because we discussed brain patterns and how they occur. But it, she would often tell herself that she was fine and just overreacting, but yet. A lot of times her doubts would overwhelm her. And she'd even ask to stay home from school because she was feeling so ill about it. She would often smile and, again, be cordial to her friends. Uh, but she was always secretly jealous of them because they were, they were developed. And most of her friends, interestingly, were a little older than her. And the boys always looked at her friends and not at her. So every time they came around, she felt awkward. And there was an occasion in the book here that, you know, describes where Anna was with them in the park and it was her birthday. And when the boys started headed that way, she thought maybe they were coming over to say happy birthday. You know how we can surmise that certain things are going to happen and then they don't happen and we feel horrible. We feel disappointed. We feel sad and rejected. Well, that was where Anna was. So um, months went by and she began to even distance herself from other people that loved her. She felt invisible, alone, ugly. She felt no one understood her. She felt rejected. And despite her ability to put on a good show, um, she was really hurting inside. And it was deteriorating to the point that even her parents could not connect with her anymore. She just wanted everybody to stay away from her. Well, in the next episode, we're going to talk about how both Liam and Anna came out of this um, or at least I have an understanding of, you know, what was inflicting them so much. And it has a lot to do with neurochemistry. But the assignment at the, at the end of this chapter is pretty important. Um, and I'm just going to basically read what's in the book here. Uh, but we need to tune up the machine and win the inner battle. So in this space is below, write out three examples of ways in which you may be hurting those around you by how you're responding to your feelings. In the next chapter... We will help you sort through the pain you will be feeling from the relationships that are hurting you. Rewire your machine and discover the new strategies to win. Now, um, in the first or the, the last episode, we had you do a, another assignment listing three things. And they were the three things that you feel are always making you feel hurt, angry, or upset. So now we're going to end up taking the three from the, first, the last episode and the three from this one, and we're going to do something with that going forward. So be sure to come back. I think you're really going to enjoy this. It has a lot to do with cognitive behavioral therapy 
and uh, I think it'll make an impact for you. And I'm excited to share the next chapter. So keep reaching higher. This is Michelle Steppes, Reframe and Rewire.